Hello, my name is Faith Kilonzi. I'm Rona Joy Kome. I'm Diana Mungena. And I am Miriam Mwikali. And together we are Global Tech Sailors. This is a podcast where we explore the latest trends and technologies in the world of cybersecurity, data science, software engineering, DevOps, and many more. Welcome aboard. Okay, okay. So, welcome guys to yet another episode of Global Tech Sailors and today we'll be talking about roadmaps. Um where did we start? Which languages did we start learning? Um in the course of your learning, did you have to change because an employer was seeking something different than what you have learned? And when you look back from where you started and which languages you learned first, do you think there is a different language you would have maybe wanted to learn? Or is there something else you think you would have done differently from what you are currently doing today? I think those are many questions that you normally ask ourselves, especially when you realize you've been in the tech world for, let me say, two or three years. And then you start looking back from where you came from and you're like, ah, I didn't know I'd come this far, but yes, I have. And also when you look at the languages you've been able to like learn over mm. that period of time, there are quite many and it's not always easy. So starting off our episode today, I'd love to hear from the people here, the amazing people over here. Yes. I love <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Finally, you guys, someone is calling me amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was called amazing today. Okay. Uh-huh. So I think it's we'll start off. not that bad. Right? <laughs> you people are lonely. <laughs> <laughs> not that bad, guys. It's not that bad, Bana. Please continue. Uh-uh. uh-uh. We'll start with butter, but anyway, let's get to Rona. Uh, Rona, what did you start learning? What was your first language, or what are some of the things you learned first when you were getting into tech? So when I was getting into um, tech and specifically software, um, software mm-hmm. and again, very specifically on the web, um, I started with, um, of course, the very basics: HTML, CSS, edit JavaScript, jQuery, Angular JS. And then I later did, for backend, I did Python, I did Django, and then Flask. Let me ask before you actually continue. Yeah. All this was from a bootcamp. Yes, but remember I had earlier mm-hmm. tried also learning, um, so but mostly from a bootcamp. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, transitioning looking, to workplace. Transitioning to workplace, the first time I uh, wasn't a big maybe shift because mm-hmm. I was expected to build an app in Python and Django. Yeah. So it's something I was um, pretty familiar with. Okay. But later on, mm-hmm. I had to um, actually learn a lot of JS, which I feel like I never paid concentration mm-hmm. on. So I, I, I later transitioned to um, learning JS deeply. Mm-hmm. And um, again, react remember i did angular so mm-hmm. i had to do react and then i also had to do ruby and ruby on rails for backend yeah so yes that's 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 me so what do you use now mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you use there's actually? so many right okay yes. like, um so do you have a language for work and another one for, <laughs> for, for your personal projects yes yes that is me uh-huh. um so for, for work i have i have react no not i have i have 
Ruby, uh-huh. Ruby on Rails mm-hmm. for personal practice. I have Python. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. yeah, and for <laughs> and for this one, will say it, it was a good thing from mm-hmm. the marketplace, mm-hmm. the React.js because anyway, we get across. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's where I am right now. How has the transition been like? Like moving from one language you know to another language to a different language that you've never met before. Can you say it was easy because you had learned a previous language, or was it difficult? I think it was easy, not mm-hmm. not easy at easy too, mm-hmm. but it was manageable because um, most of these concepts are related, so it's easier to move. But again, I think I had a very close-minded. Um, mentality when it came to a particular language that I will not name. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that that was a very um like I had to battle. I had to battle through it. Mm. Uh, but mm. it is easy if you just because you you used the 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 concepts are mostly same. related. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. So but it can also get confusing, guys. It yeah. can get very confusing. I agree. Can you give an example? Python <laughs> Ruby. Yeah. Mm. I keep messing up with the syntax sometimes. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. because they seem very similar. Mm-hmm. Similar but mm. a bit different. So yeah, that's my struggle. And struggles. then one final question would be what do you think you would have done differently? Is there anything you regret or is there anything you uphold from your journey before? Yeah, I have a big regret. Uh-huh. I regret not paying attention and just um a lot of work on JS. Mm-hmm. I I wish if I if I went back, I would actually um do more and do more work on learning and um JS because that's the basic that's the foundation of React JS, right? Yeah. So again for like for front end. So um that's my one regret. Is there something you like that you you feel you did good in? Um yeah, the fact that uh I was I struggled but open minded enough to be able to just learn and take up all these other new languages. And that's really nice. I asked that last question because Diana said we should be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't always be really? complaining. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I think cool. we can give a round of applause for Rona Joy. <laughs> for my journey. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the claps. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> wow. As I wow. said again, I won't repeat the word. Anyway, <laughs> let's move. I think we can hear from Mongina. You know the drill, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So Thank you. I started as, as a software engineer. I went to a boot camp as I, as I said earlier on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started we started with HTML of course and CSS and then we learned JavaScript, then Python and Flask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing currently? Currently um I work with Ruby on Rails, mm-hmm. React and JavaScript. And then Pesadaraja API. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And not JS. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh-huh. So looking back at your journey, mm-hmm. was it easy transiting? Yes, it was because I had an open mind. I knew I will not do 
Django and JavaScript forever. Mm-hmm. Software engineering, you have to have an open mind. You have mm. to know today you will do this, tomorrow you'll get another client that will need you to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the projects that come by, you have to learn something new. Let me ask also another question. Yeah. What is the shortest time you have ever had to learn a language? A day. <laughs> Wait, what, what language was that? I was not actually learning. I was doing as I do the project. So mm-hmm. You have to deliver that project mm-hmm. and you have to learn that new language. And so and you cool. see the way we work with sprints yes. in software engineering. Mm-hmm. Yes. You had something to produce that very day. Mm-hmm. So what did you say? You don't want the money or you don't want to read. <laughs> you well, have you have to choose either. Yes. You either read to get the money or you don't get the money mm-hmm. yeah. and you don't get that language. So yeah. I think Diana is the most open minded person I know. Oh I, know. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's <laughs> always ready to take on any please. Thing. Yeah. The Madam motiva- Grateful. You, you've had the motivation though. Yeah. She has <laughs> <laughs> guys. She was like do you want the money or do you not want <laughs> the money? Money yeah. is the motivation, guys. You know, yeah. you know, I don't want to come off as someone who really loves money as much. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, you do love money. Let's not say it was But I think, I think getting paid for a skill is the quickest way to mm, learn yeah. it. Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, like it will give you the motivation. Yeah, it's very motivating. Yeah, exactly. motivating. <laughs> it keeps you grounded. You know you want it, so whatever whatever it takes, I will do, do it. it. Yes, yeah, tell me to learn Java. I will oh. do it. Please. Very very true. Please. I have a, a question uh-huh. though. So, yeah. what's the um boundary or balance between mm-hmm. um learning so many languages and just maybe probably feeling like you're getting lost? You know, like the way you have taken up so many. You're learning, you're learning um, one language today, the next month you're learning another one, mm-hmm. the next month another one. Um, so what's the balance or how, because sometimes I feel as if you, you get... Jack of all trades. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think we are back to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> just as we say that you have to know who you identify as as a person. The way we just say, even we, human beings, as human human beings, we should identify as somebody. Like to me, I identify as a grateful person. Mm. You identify as this and this. That is how. <laughs> this and this. You don't know to identify as. <laughs> In software engineering, you have to identify as something like you have to be perfect in one cutting. That is what I learn every day. You see, At like least, that, that's the same thing I think Ron was talking about when you when we asked you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have the language for the employer or the yeah. project, yeah. but you have the language for, your or personal. you have the technology or the language for your personal work. Yeah. yeah. So that's why for you, I know it's Python, right? Like yeah. you'd, if someone woke you up in the middle of the night to do this project, you choose Python without thinking. Yeah. So the, I guess that's what it comes down to. You do, you, you learn for the sake of the job. If you love it, then you can continue with it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you should you have should that have, comfort yeah. language that you uh, can come makes, back to. Makes sense. Yes. Actually, from that, I think I'd want to know from Diana, how many times have you had to change your language, like the language you're used to because of an employer? 
a number of times. Wow. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Like now I'm working with Node JS. Uh-huh. Wow. Do some backend project. Oh, that's mm-hmm. really nice. And yeah. so to I think to finish off with Diana, mm-hmm. what would you have done differently? I would pay attention to CSS. I think you would do CSS differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will learn those two basics. Uh-huh. But I'm learning now. That actually yeah. makes sense. But then, you know, it's funny because we, we when you think of HTML and CSS, people think it's very easy. Basic. Like, that's the... What? HTML? You're telling me to learn HTML and mm-hmm. CSS? Mm. Do you think I am not mm. smart or what? That's what we... But in yeah. real sense, these things are very... These are like the building blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm. which we ignore most of the time. So And it's really wrong. <coughs> yeah, so... Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Diana and Rona. I think we can move on to the next patient. Faith Kilonzi up next. <laughs> I cannot I'd call myself a patient. Please. Oh, okay, so we move on to the next host or co-hosts of Global Amazing. Oh, please, I'm joking. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so for my, for my case, I because I didn't go through a boot camp, mm-hmm. a lot of the languages I knew I knew them from school. Mm-hmm. So in school we did um, we did Python. Mm-hmm. We also did PHP. Mm-hmm. I tried doing C sharp .net a bit when I was in third year, but then transitioning into my first job, I did. I had to learn Laravel. Had done vanilla PHP, just pure PHP, writing the vanilla code. Mm-hmm. Then I had to learn Laravel, which is a framework of PHP. PHP. Then immediately after that, I transitioned somewhere else, and I did Python Django. Mm-hmm. I knew Python, but I didn't know Django. I only knew Python Flask, so mm-hmm. I added Django to the stack. Then immediately after that, I moved to back to C Sharp .Net. Yes, I learned it in a day. Uh, <laughs> for the interview I, I knew the interview was tomorrow morning so I trans, uh, transnited and did the thing Okay. I got a job Passion. Wow. Wow. Of course. we are sorry uh-huh. <laughs> but of course it was I mean once I got in, into the door I had to keep learning even as I create yeah. the solutions for the company mm-hmm. Yeah. after that I've only had to learn maybe react a bit of angular and Briefly, Ruby and back to Python. So right now, my comfort language is Python and Flask and Django. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think amongst us, you're the one who's quite had the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Thinking of it, you've had to learn Laravel, uh, C Sharp dot net. You 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 had to learn Ruby and look at you now back to Python, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. But anyway, uh, looking at your journey, seems it was very intense. Mm-hmm. What are some of the takeaways that you'd give people from what you have been learning or from the transitions you've been having? What A lot are some... of the transitions I made mm-hmm. were because of a job, because of a project, because of money. <laughs> of but, course, money is back. Of course. Um, but one of the things that really stands out is if I didn't want the opportunity, I wouldn't have um, applied. Most of the opportunities, I knew this would require me to change the job, mm-hmm. to change the language, and I would openly get in there knowing that. 
so for me i don't have any regrets in the, with regards to having to switch it just opened my eyes that maybe what you learn today is not necessarily what is going to be needed by a potential employer mm-hmm. so you should be able to um apply that knowledge to learn something new and also like diana said you need to have an open mind to be able to make the transition sometimes i mean there does it mean that you apply for every other job that will require something new? Mm. Of course not. Mm-hmm. So it has to be in alignment with what you're looking for at that particular moment. So for example, right now I can't apply for a job that needs me to learn maybe Swift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not interested in anything Swift. I won't apply. Yeah. So it and you also now is the employer worth it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. So, hey, okay. Yeah. Please. Good question. Because I mean at the end of the day Someone told me the other day that uh, when you apply for a job, in as much as you want to be employed to pay bills, you are also a key party in the bargaining power. You have the bargaining power to know, is this company in alignment with what I want to do and mm-hmm. all that? So it's not every other job that you take also. So it's a part of those things. Like, do I need to switch to Scala? Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even thought of other languages. So yes. we, so we have to, we we need to th- be maybe have a plan on where you want to see yourself, mm-hmm. even as you apply for these jobs, right? Yes. So that you just don't, you're not just blown by the wind <laughs> wherever, wherever, yes. wherever you. Especially because, especially because, remember, yes, you can learn something fast. There's a lot of. Um, like some the semantics are the same it's just the syntax that changes when you switch languages yeah mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you realize that it's not every company that is when you're learning something when you get in and you're very fresh in it and you're learning as you go sometimes you're not as efficient as someone who has been doing this yeah. for a long time yeah. so it took come as a disadvantage or the, or the rest of your colleagues will think that you're not performing as good as you should you know you're learning yeah. so when an opportunity for a promotion comes in who will be chosen the one the who has been using been it for a long time yeah. Yeah. so sometimes even when you're applying look for the the stack that the company uses and see if it's something that is in line or is something that you can succeed in because you want to be efficient in the job yeah mm-hmm. but the oh. challenge comes in when you apply, it mm-hmm. is Python, and maybe React. Then mm-hmm. you get there, you're told, here we work <laughs> with Java mm-hmm. and something else. You see, the problem is not on your side. And you have already taken the job. Yeah, there. What this is a dilemma. <laughs> what would you do? I think I'd try learn, and I'd also try looking for other jobs at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah. I'd learn, but at the same time looking for the opportunities so that... Mm-hmm. Uh, when I learned that different opportunity, or maybe a company that wants me to do what I'm comfortable with, I can hope very fast. Yes. I won't, okay. We like learning, yes, but we also want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think I'd prefer comfortability. Okay. Diana, okay. you seem to have a different thought. <laughs> yes. She's shaking her head. Yes. It's because people say you should be out of your comfort zone every time. So. Really? Is but it do comfort? You, I don't say comfort like or are you saying efficiency? Yeah. I think it can it's be both. Efficiency. No, but I think so it can be both. Comfort can make you... Uh, no, it can be both in the sense that I am comfortable coding in Python, yes? Mm-hmm. That will make me efficient. 
Mm-hmm. True or false? Because True. this is something I've been doing for a very long time. So I am okay with doing that. Um, in as much as yes, um, a different opportunity would like take me out of my comfort zone. I'd have to learn something different, but not in the case scenario where you've told us that I had applied for a job expecting it to be Python Java, and then I get there, and then you tell me I'm doing Java. Those were not my expectations. Those were like very. My expectations were not there. That is something very different from what I expected to do. And I feel like you, you have lied to me as a person. Why would you tell me I'm coming to code in Python Jungle then um when I get there you tell me I'm I should learn trends. a different maybe it's changing. Like is it immediately yes. or after some time? Maybe after some time. Okay, if it's after some time it, it it's understandable, sense, right? But not mm-hmm. immediately. It can be immediate because maybe they are sourcing projects from outside and oh, the yeah. clients that have come need the project to do ah, they need the project to be done in Python or something and you're not a Pythonista. Shouldn't so they mention that? The but then that happens. That happens even. Oh, I mean, I've been, uh, for me, I worked for a consultancy, something related to what Diana is saying. Mm-hmm. We were doing projects for other clients. So in that case, then it was different. Mm-hmm. Uh, like sometimes a client would want this to be implemented in Ruby mm-hmm. and another one would want to be implemented in uh, Laravel. Mm-hmm. So, of course, depending on the size of the team, you are more likely to have to learn the new yeah. one yeah. because yeah. of the client. And but because you, they can't, uh, they can't have maybe everyone for uh, for each for each language a team for each particular yeah. language. Correct. But I think that will be mentioned in the JD then. Yeah, that like, you are going to be subjected no, no, to a lot no, of like we learning. Are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this in this company we yeah, promote like learning. <laughs> but anyway, like. They should provide. I think there is a company, but then I remember that time when I was applying, mm-hmm. they were like, We normally outsource a different projects from different clients, and mm-hmm. dif- different clients have different expectations. Like, they made it clear, mm-hmm. and yeah. they liked that. Yeah, the part that I, I wouldn't okay, I didn't make it to the job sadly, but mm-hmm. I would have really <laughs> loved it because <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Because like they had already well, something bigger is coming. Yes, <laughs> went to that. something bigger and mighty Mukali yes. is coming. <laughs> but I liked the fact that they put it out there clearly enough, so I was ready for all maybe the yeah. mental stuff that would again. Come if the company is worth it, you will learn. You will learn. Yeah, if they paid me, <coughs> we won't say the amount. But yes, if they are, why not? I will yes. learn Java. Please hire me. I will learn Java and Swift. I mean, <laughs> and Swift. I am not sure. I'm not sure about Swift. But I'm also thinking of um, okay. Right now, I I saw the Stack Overflow um developer trends in terms mm-hmm. of languages rankings yeah. in 2022 and also a part in 2023. And one of the best performing languages actually is JavaScript. Mm. So JavaScript wow. was on top of the chart. Then Python. Ah, then the rest we are on the right oh track. God, we are on the right track. That's a validation for me. Thank you. Yeah. Aren't you all doing Python? No, aren't you all doing Python? The other, no, the other companies, the other languages mm. that are on the list, one is um, Scala. <laughs> Scala is on the list? Yes. Rust. Oh, okay. TypeScript. TypeScript is Java. Java. Kotlin. Mm-hmm. PHP. Mm-hmm. Mm. C plus plus, can you imagine? What? <laughs> what? Yes, yes, yes. 
so yeah but those are the mostly the top uh, the top languages in 2022 by so javascript it's actually react and node.js so i guess ah. you guys are in, uh, <laughs> together then followed by python c plus plus typescript rust there's another one called scheme i've never used it then java and kotlin those are like the top 10 Ah, but yeah. it's good that at least we have the top two languages. There's also the C sharp and Swift. Mm. Mm. PHP there too. I think uh, those these remote companies, not even remote companies, but this you don't call them remote universities, mm-hmm. universities in the states, like mm-hmm. outside countries, mm-hmm. they tend to teach C sharp most mm-hmm. of the time. I don't know if you've noticed that because. Uh, we won't lie, we normally do assignment writing. Mm-hmm. So you normally look at the assignments that you get and mostly, I think most of them are C-sharp mm-hmm. and .NET. I don't know why, for some reason. Okay. Maybe they it's do know that where the, the... That uh-huh. Okay, I've done C-sharp for a bit and one of the things that I realized with C-sharp, the demand for it is mostly in enterprise mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. So it's very, like... For example, if you know, um, like most companies, the companies that use the Microsoft um, ecosystem mm. from the Microsoft OneDrive and all those Office and uh, Teams and all those ones, those companies are more likely to be using C Sharp. For example, Microsoft uses C Sharp. Mm. That is like one of their main languages there, mm-hmm. obviously, because it's Microsoft though. Uh, but even most banks in Kenya mm-hmm. will use csharp.net a lot of enterprise companies uh, traditional traditional, traditional corporate <laughs> mostly use .net. would you know why like why why .net why? some of them are like a lot of um, you know .net now is cross platform you can use .net for mobile development ah, for cross platform development yeah. and but it's mostly they are popular for desktop applications oh yes so it's very popular for desktop which is mostly used in this type and of company ah, yes. Mm. Yes. yes and in the same line they mm-hmm. use sql server Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. SQL Server, the Microsoft SQL Server yeah. for their yeah, database yeah. management mm-hmm. systems. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. All right. Okay. I I think one last question I'd want to ask Kilonzi. Mm-hmm. How was the process like? Do you think it was easy for you, or was it hard? Because you've actually had to learn many languages. For me, uh. I wouldn't say it was easy. It wasn't definitely wasn't easy. I would also want to be at the comfort of my. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you I'd looking like at to... me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd really love to be in the comfort of my maybe Python throughout. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, because of the way things are changing, and because the company requires me. Me, I feel like there are a lot of changing I've had to change was because of the companies and the projects I was working with. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't mostly because I wanted to. Obviously, for the, some of them, I don't regret because I've used them for personal projects and some side jobs. Mm-hmm. So the benefit is there, but it wasn't easy, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, there's something common that is really coming up. When you learn one programming language, it is very easy for you to transition into another, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Same thing as Rona said, Python and Ruby, mm-hmm. kind of like the same syntax. So moving there would be easy. 
same things uh you'd find that things like oop and everything mm-hmm. tend mm-hmm. to repeat themselves like the way you implement them in one language what is, is kinda, variable <laughs> it's kind of the same way you implement it in a different language right yeah correct so learning one definitely makes it easy to learn another not Crazy. easy but yeah manageable yeah. i think manageable is a better word yeah, I want us to discuss something, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm taking over. No, it's okay. So I realized that I was talking to a mentee of mine mm-hmm. yesterday, and he said something. He said that right now he's just learning a lot more things. He realized that company X wants this programming language. Then when he's applying to another company, he needs another and another. So should he learn all of them, mm-hmm. or should he go with what he has, then see if he's taken or Advice, advice, give us advice to a beginner who mm. is seeing a lot of trends of changing languages. Uh, maybe 2023, <laughs> uh, Scala will be the highest performing language in Stack Overflow. Mm-hmm. 2024, it will be Ruby. Another one will be C Sharp. Like, how do you reconcile? I'm looking for a job. I only know this language. And companies want different things how do i learn to impress all of them or what what do i prioritize Diana. <laughs> <laughs> i think i saw that on reddit i use reddit a lot mm-hmm. i don't know if you know that application yes, yes. i use it for banter though <laughs> <laughs> and memes i know yeah. i use it for the wrong purposes <laughs> reality tv you get actual things there i love mm-hmm. li- watching uh reading mm-hmm. those two discussions there mm-hmm. But uh, well, I think the most important thing is what do you want to do right now? Mm-hmm. Right now, like at this moment, like if you want to move to another job or if you want to learn something new, mm-hmm. what is it? Is it Angular? Mm-hmm. Is it React? You can focus on that because you will never learn everything all at once even though you learn them you won't remember all of them Mm -hmm. because let's say you're working on a project in regards to maybe node.js and Mm -hmm. that project is running like eight months Mm -hmm. after that eight months you maybe you get something else Mm -hmm. you'll stop using node.js you start using the next thing Mm -hmm. you remember the syntax but you'll not remember all the concepts you'll have to maybe google or do something to remember but I think the most important thing is focusing on what you want to do right now and mm-hmm. building on that skill. Mm-hmm. Then you progress and just keep an open mind. Every day is a learning day. With you, uh, that you should focus on what he knows. Mm. Then make sure it solidifies what that is, such that even a, a potential employer can appreciate that you know something. Yeah. And if he's willing to learn, I think in an interview you can say you are willing to learn. Yeah. So then that, you can get the job. Then afterwards you you can learn on the job. Yeah. Very very true. And yeah. I think uh, just on that, um, you know what I have be mostly told with from a lot of people is that yes we are very many in the industry um in the tech industry the software de- so many of us say we are programming but what sets us apart at the end of the day is um whatever language you've picked how good are you how how good are you so i would also encourage them to to pick up that one language and make sure you are a guru at it such that when anyone talks about this language man you shine you're shining like 
I don't think anyone, any company would um, bypass such a person, really, as yeah. much as they have different stacks. Um, and as long as you're willing to learn, um, yeah, I think, yeah. To add on Rona's point, mm-hmm. I'd also say, like, uh, if, let's say, for example, I am a master in Python, the fact that it took me maybe a specific time to be able to master such a language means that I am also able to master another language. So you being able to like create a niche for yourself and say, I am good in this particular thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think an employer can also overlook that because they'll see this person has potential. The fact that they've been able to learn this and grasp it and maybe become good at it. Mm-hmm. We can try give them an opportunity and see what they do with these other different language that we are trying to maybe use in mm-hmm. our organization and see where they take it from there. So having a niche is important. And also, I think Diana said a very important point. Mm-hmm. I think it also contradicts with what I said. Getting <laughs> out of your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, like get out of a comfort zone. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think you, you want an opportunity, right? Yeah. You want an opportunity. Mm. So maybe as we wrap up, because I was thinking about how this journey has been like, um, the, the journey in software engineering, and because there are a lot of trends that are coming up, you need now to start thinking of transferable skills. Yeah. Like, what can you apply in this company that you could apply on the next one? What can you apply here? And like all these things come together in, at the end of the day, you're the asset that yeah. companies want. Mm-hmm. So how much are you growing yourself to be able to attract those kind of opportunities? Yeah. Yes, you might not know something they want, but you might also have something they want. So how do you communicate that in an interview setting? Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Rona Joy, parting shot? My parting shot would be be mm-hmm. open-minded. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's it. Be yeah. open-minded. Be open-minded. Okay, Mongina? I'll also say the same. Just be open-minded and change is inevitable. Move out of your comfort zone. You will get to see a lot of things out there. You have the potential. The mm-hmm. world is your oyster. and i think to wrap it up i'd say basically what everybody else has said always be ready for change mungina said a very oh i'm very sorry faith please give us your parting shot (laughs) (laughs) faith was almost burning the house i have a point I, have a I, point. Am very I think in our if if someone has not listened to our previous episode on how to look for jobs in tech, job hunting one on one in tech. Yeah. We had an episode, episode three on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please look it up um on across our platforms. Mm-hmm. I think one of the points that we said was for you to be able to apply to company X, you can do your research and find out what does their engineering team use. Mm-hmm. Is this company focused on Python? Is it focused on C Sharp? Is mm. it focused on this? Then you'll be able to have information. Then you can chat someone on LinkedIn. For me, if before I apply for something or after I applied, I reach out to maybe a developer that is there or that worked mm. there and find out um, how easy are they, how open-minded are they in with regards to changing from one language mm. to another? Mm. Can they allow you to wow. use a different language? Mm-hmm. Then, like, one. how is the engineering culture with regards to adopting latest languages? And also, because there's a company that's still using VB.net, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> let me not land there <laughs> so that's so you need to do your research and just due diligence really to find out what does the company uh, use in terms of their technologies and their stack and also it could also be motivating like right now if because i want to get into google and google uses python Amen I, need, to that. I need to master this thing yeah. yeah so that even by the time we get to the interview i can answer my questions fluently in python yeah. then it can give me because there's a company whose main stack is maybe um ruby on rules yeah then they yeah. call you for an interview and you use python for your code challenge mm-hmm. how are you going to reconcile <laughs> yeah yeah so you just need to do your research and figure out what language do they use and how can i position myself for that opportunity Mm. Yeah, my parting shot is over. You're good now. I'm good. Thank you very much. That was very necessary and very educative. And I think just to wrap up everything, I'd say um, expectations are always not what you find in the actual reality. Mm-hmm. We might be learning something right now, expecting that you will land a job that uh, specializes in that particular thing, but then end up in a very different language. Thing is, whatever faith. Rona and Diana have said it's good to get out of your comfort zone and work and learn because money is always a motivating factor. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. If they pay, okay, not even the fact that if they're paying good money, but if the company is worth it, as Faith Kilonzi said, I think you might want to take the jump. Or can I call it a leap of faith? Can be sure. both leap of faith. Yes. I don't know if you saw that, but anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Side. What? Uh-huh. But yeah. anyway, no, I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> it's, it's okay. We'll explain, okay, explain the joke later. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Till next time. Adios. Till next time. Bye. Please follow us. Please make sure that you subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Global Tech Sailors. Mm-hmm. Share this podcast with someone who might benefit. Mm. A lot of budding techies out there that need this information. Yeah. Don't be jealous. Don't, Don't be, be selfish. Selfish with knowledge. With us. Please. With us. Supporters mm. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you so far. Bye-bye. Bye.